Welcome to the A Way to Lose podcast. I am your co-host and Lifestyles Weight Management Specialist, Kim McPherson, along with my co-host, Dr. Wes Ward. This podcast is designed to provide insight into creating a lifestyle change proven to help you lose weight. Throughout this podcast, we will also discuss the different topics within the health and weight loss industry, as well as health conditions related to obesity. Not only will this podcast be informative, I promise you it will also be fun. So stay tuned and thank you for joining us for today's podcast. Did you know that back in January, we offered a 28-day free weight loss challenge? Now, I want to tell you just a little bit about what this challenge was and how it worked. Basically, we set up a group, and if all you had to do was sign up, you got this great packet. It had meal plan options. It had a basic exercise plan in it. It had things on motivation, tips on nutrition, all kinds of great stuff. Not only did you get the packet, but you got to be a part of this community where we supported each other and we helped each other through this challenge to help people create a lifestyle change for sustainable weight loss. Plus, we did weekly group coaching live every Friday during the challenge. It was awesome. People loved it. It was fantastic. We got a lot of great success stories out of that challenge. If that is something that really excites you, then I'm excited to share with you that we have decided to open up the 28-day free weight loss challenge again. That's right. We are doing this again. It is absolutely free. There is no fees, nothing you have to do but sign up get the packet and participate in the challenge and start your journey to a lifestyle change that will get you healthy and allow you sustainable weight loss. So all you have to do, there's a link in the description of this podcast. Click on that link, fill out the form. The challenge starts first week of April. At the end of March, you will get your packet to get you ready to start the challenge, as well as additional information on how to join our group in order to participate in the challenge. So there's no gimmicks, there's no tricks. You sign up, you get your packet, and you join the challenge. So click on the link inside the description of this podcast, and we'll see you in April. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the A Way to Lose podcast. I am your co-host, Kim, Kim McPherson, along with Dr. Wes Ward. And today we're going to discuss with you some of the uncomfortable side effects of weight loss and exercising. Um, so it's, it's kind of some of the stuff a lot of people don't like to talk about, but it's something that definitely needs to be addressed. Uh, so we're going to talk to you and share some tips on things such as how to prevent chafing, blisters, uh, managing muscle soreness, uh, excess sweating. And also, we're just going to share with you some great self-care tips. So 
first of all, you know, losing weight, unfortunately, isn't always rainbows and sunshine like we want it to be. When battling obesity, many people struggle with some uncomfortable conditions that arise during their weight loss journey. So a few things that we want to talk about, we're going to help you kind of help you manage these conditions uh, moving forward. So I want to talk about exercise a little bit. Um, unfortunately, when you work out, uh, you can get skin friction. And that is basically, you know, where skin is rubbing against other skin. This can lead to irritation such as chafing and blisters. Also, as we exercise, we sweat. So we excess moisture builds um, and unfortunately can also create more friction. Certain areas of the skin, as I said before, the ones that touch will become inflamed and irritated. Uh, so this is where, you know, chafing, blisters and potential sores can happen. So here are some tips we want to talk about to help you prevent that. Uh, wear clothing that is wickered or designed to help keep you dry. Um, an example of this is Nike. Um, they have a dry fit line that helps you with that, wants to try to help you keep cool and dry. Um, it doesn't, it's not 100% effective, but it can help because uh, keeping these areas dry and as clean as possible uh, is important, um, especially where you have skin folds or your skin touches or rubs together. Um, and, and I'll be honest with you, let's, we can talk about some examples of that. You know, when you're running, your armpits rub together, your arms rub against your sides. Uh, when we're walking, uh, our legs, our thighs can touch and rub. And unfortunately, if you have uh, a tummy that hangs over or you have excess skin from weight loss that hangs over, that can rub. And also um, there's moisture that tends to stay there. Uh, so just the, the heat and the moisture alone, even without the friction, can cause sores. But as you move, that can become irritated. Um, and it's very painful. Um, it can be very uncomfortable and it can be very painful. And if it's hurting, it's, you're not going to want to work out. Uh, so you definitely want to make sure that you have a self-care kind of plan in place so that you can work on the, you know, you can keep those areas clean and dry so that you don't have pain, irritation, um, and also potentially infection. So some ways to manage that um, is not only just, you know, like I said, keeping it dry, but use things such as baby powder. Um, there are some creams and uh, lotions and things out there that you can put on that is designed for this. It will prevent friction and it also helps prevent the area from becoming irritated. Uh, there is a product in, uh, out there, especially for people who run, called Runner's Glide, but anybody can use this. It's like a deodorant stick, and you can put it on areas that rub together. Your skin, a lot of, a lot of people put it on their feet because blisters can form on their feet. And with that, you know, blisters, if, they, if you develop a lot of blisters on your feet, that can become very bothersome. Um, and also, you may need more than just a product to help with that. You may have to kind of Start using some body tape or some band-aid so that you can prevent a, a pre create a barrier to prevent the blisters from forming. But also with that, you know, make sure that you've got some good shoes. Make sure that they fit right, that they're not too tight. Because if they don't fit properly, uh, that can cause uh, issues with it rubbing the material of the shoe, rubbing against your foot and your sock. Um, and then that, again, can create blisters and sores. So we encourage you to definitely uh, invest in some good footwear, including socks, to help with that. 
Now, another thing that happens, you know, once this happens where you get some skin irritation um, or some chafing uh, from exercising or, you know, walking around, um, what do you do once that happens? Well, we definitely encourage you to make sure that you are doing your best to keep it clean and dry. And also try using some antibiotics, some over-the-counter antibiotic ointment. Uh, this ointment will not only, it will help the area heal uh, and hopefully prevent infection, but it'll also help uh, from it not getting worse and help with the friction aspect. So you've got that barrier over the area so that it's not getting worse or rubbing and things like that. However, um, some people, this can lead to, if they're not treating it properly, it can lead to um, them not healing and you can end up with some type of sore. Um, and, and we highly encourage you to seek out a primary care physician in, in case that happens, because as you lose weight, it can become a major concern uh, with weight loss because uh, and, and that's why a lot of people have to resort to skin, uh, skin removal surgery. It's not always just because a lot of people do it. Yes, because they, you know, they've lost weight and they want that excess skin gone. Another reason is because you see sores developing um, and it becomes uh, very repetitive because it's just they're having such a hard time maintaining, managing that area. Uh, so it's definitely something you have to take seriously. Absolutely, Kim. And, you know, along with that, in terms of taking care of the skin, you want to watch out for any small sores, things like that, that develop, especially in those areas where you do get skin on skin friction and monitor those areas for skin breakdown. And so if you notice you're getting an area that is getting sore and chafing and blisters and then they become infected. Certainly you want to reach out to your primary care provider um, and take any necessary steps to heal that. You know, along with uh, those areas where we get, especially skin folds, something to think about if you're exercising. This is especially true uh, as Kim mentioned, if you know you've got a, a skin fold over your waist where your belly hangs down uh, under the arms or even under the breast, when you're exercising and you're sweating, those are all warm, moist, dark areas. And so another problem that sometimes, especially women see, but men with large abdomens that hang over will see this as well, is yeast infections in those skin folds because it's wet, it's warm, it's hot, and yeast is on the body and it, it loves that environment. And so it's not uncommon to develop a very red, irritated, blistery type rash that is actually a yeast infection. So just if you notice that, be sure and reach out to your primary care provider. They can get you prescriptions for powders and creams to treat that. Uh, but, you know, like Kim said, one of the most important things is if you have those areas that I mentioned, make sure that, you know, when you get out of the shower, you are drying those areas really well. Uh, when you do go to the gym and work out, you know, using maybe some powders or anything to absorb any moisture uh, and then showering after your workout uh, 
can go a real long way in terms of preventing not only that skin irritation and skin breakdown, but also, you know, any yeast growth or yeast infection. So along with skin issues, another common issue that we see, especially when people are starting exercise programs, is muscle soreness. And we've all experienced this. That first day you went to the gym for the first time, you never thought you were going to get out of bed the following day, right? You were so sore, maybe because you overdid it, but maybe because you hadn't exercised in 15 years. Um, but everybody gets this. And, and it's not necessarily a bad thing because that's how muscles uh, grow in size is exercise actually causes microscopic tears in the muscle that then the muscle repairs with adding to the muscle. And so that's how muscles grow. And so that's not all a bad thing, but you don't want to overdo it. We don't want you to be so sore that for every day you work out, you have to take three days off, right? You're probably overdoing it in that instance. Uh, we want you to be able to keep a consistent pattern in terms of going to the gym or working out at home. And so we do want to watch out for that muscle soreness really becoming so uncomfortable that I can't work out. So I want to just run through some tips on how to prevent and manage muscle soreness. And of course, this one is at the top of the list for so many of our tips uh, that we talk about, and it's drinking plenty of water and staying hydrated. So drinking at least 90 ounces of water a day, unless, of course, you've been put on a fluid restriction by your primary care provider and then do whatever they tell you to do. But for healthy people, 90 ounces of water a day and then an additional cup or so of water for every hour of workout. Okay, so that 90 hour, 90 ounces. And then if you work out for an hour, then make sure that you add another eight ounces of water to that. Okay. Also taking a nice hot bath to help soak the muscles. You can even add Epsom salt to the water and this can help soothe some of those sore muscles uh, from your workout. One of the best ways to prevent muscle soreness is a stretching routine. So have a stretching routine before you exercise and then after you exercise. To cool those muscles down, to stretch them, uh, will go a long way in terms of preventing muscle soreness. And this is a great area where you might incorporate some yoga into your exercise routine. Uh, and some yoga stretches to help um, stretch those muscles out, which is going to help your flexibility, which again is going to make exercise easier. So some of these self-care tips are really things you need to be doing every day you work out anyway. Uh, we all need to be stretching before and after exercise. Um, and then, of course, just massaging those sore areas or getting your partner or spouse or uh, to help you, you know, have a little back massage or wherever you're sore uh, can really help in terms of easing some of that soreness. 
Also using alternating hot and cold packs. You see this a lot in athletes, especially football players. They use a lot of ice and heat. Um, and so that might be something you incorporate as well. Now, remember, if you believe that you've injured a muscle, and so I would say, you know, a little muscle soreness is just normal in terms of an exercise program. But if you're really having muscle soreness that goes beyond that, that is more pain, that it is so painful that, I mean, I can't bend over, I'm having muscle spasms when I do. Okay, that is more indicative of injury. That is not muscle soreness, okay? So make sure that you're able to identify between just those muscles being sore, but I can still do all my regular activities and I, that muscle soreness doesn't limit those versus, okay, I hurt so badly that I'm limping, I'm having a hard time getting around, I can't do my normal activities because there is pain that goes beyond just soreness. So if you think you've pulled a muscle or injured a muscle, make sure that you're using ice for the first 24 hours. And I will tell you, if there's one mistake that I see people make in terms of muscle injury, low back pain, sprained ankle, one mistake I see them more than any other, it is that they use heat first. And that is a big no-no. If you believe that you have injured a muscle or sprained an ankle, okay, or something like that, always use ice for the first 24 hours. Uh, using heat within that first 24 hours brings the body's inflammatory mediators to that site of injury, and it just intensifies that inflammation, which is going to intensify the pain and is going to make the injury worse. So if you believe you've injured yourself while working out, make sure that you're using ice for that first 24 hours. And obviously, if you've injured yourself so severely that I'm not sleeping, that I have limited mobility, I can't get up and get around, then using ice for that first 24 hours, but also seeking out and setting up a visit with your primary care provider in that instance is also going to be very wise and probably needed. Uh, but just kind of an extra tip there, anytime you think you've injured yourself, use ice for the first 24 hours, and then you can use heat after that. Also taking a good multivitamin, as long as you don't have any other medical conditions that would contraindicate, would be contraindicated in terms of a multivitamin is a great idea. And, um, you know, if you're just really, really sore, some over-the-counter uh, Tylenol or ibuprofen might be helpful. Again, our uh, precaution is always going to be never add over-the-counter medications to your medication regimen without talking to your primary care provider first and touching base with them. Um, and again, like I said, if that soreness goes beyond just soreness and it is painful, be sure and reach out to your primary care provider uh, because you may have done some damage there that they need to help resolve. So that's some tips on some muscle soreness, hopefully that will help you if you are a little sore from going to the gym. And then I want to wrap up here with just some overall self-care tips in terms of 
just overall good self-care tips for skin, soreness, all that. Uh, again, as we mentioned earlier, make sure that you keep your skin and dry your skin clean and as dry as possible. Have a sweat towel with you when you're uh, doing exercise. Uh, maybe using any uh, powders or things designed to help with uh, sweating could be helpful. Also, during your weight loss journey, it's not uncommon for the skin to change. It might become drier than it was previously, or it might become more oily, or a combination of both. So making sure that you're investing in a good skin regimen to prevent breakouts and dryness, especially in the winter, make sure that you're using a good um, lotion uh, because people can have sensitive skin. I always recommend that you stick with an unscented lotion uh, that's going to be more gentle on the skin. And of course, if you're going to be out in the sun, especially when the sun is closest to the earth, during spring and summer, make sure that you're using sunscreen. But even, you know, in the winter, if you're out all day long, making sure that you're using sunscreen because you can still burn. Okay. Again, drinking plenty of water, that 90 ounces, unless it's contraindicated for you. And again, stretching, that's so important. Have a good stretching routine as well as just taking time for yourself every day is a part of good self-care. You know, oftentimes we're so busy with meeting responsibilities at work and meeting responsibilities at home and taking care of our families and our spouse and partner, whoever's in our life, that we tend to forget about ourselves. So take a few moments every day to journal. Take a few moments of quiet reflection and meditation, whatever it is that speaks to you in terms of what not only feeds your body, but also feeds your soul, Right. And that might include some pampering or a little self-care pampering. So get a facial or go get your nails done or, you know, that could include men. Go get massages. Uh, it's okay to pamper yourself a little, little bit as well. And lastly, you know, because sweating plays such a big role in terms of some of the issues with skin chafing in terms of developing yeast infections within those skin folds, uh, make sure that if you are just having an excessive amount of sweating, okay, you know, you're spending an hour at the gym or 30 minutes with your friend Joe, and y'all are about the same size and weight, and Joe's a little damp when he gets done, and you look like we just threw you in a pond, that might be a little excessive sweating. So you might want to reach out to your primary care provider, talk to them about that, because there are some medical conditions that can cause excess sweating uh, that can be treated. So if you do notice that going on and it is just excessive, you know, you're the only one in the gym that looks like you've been drenched uh, with a bucket of water poured over your head, then you might want to reach out to your primary care provider. So hopefully these tips will help you in terms of dealing with muscle soreness, in terms of dealing with skin chafing, preventing yeast infections and skin folds, things like that. Um, and uh, don't forget that our first group coaching cohort has started. You can still be a part of that. You can join at any time. And so if 
you're out there listening and saying, you know, I had, I'm, I noticed I'm having some of these issues, but my gosh, skin chafing isn't my biggest problem. My biggest problem is I don't know what to eat and I don't know how to do exercise the right way. Uh, then reach out to us. We would be glad to talk to you about group coaching, how we can help you with some of those things within our group coaching program, or maybe individual one-on-one -on -one coaching would be a better fit for you where we designed an exercise program just for you that takes your limitations and abilities into account as well as a meal plan designed just for you. So reach out to us, email us at kim at awaytolose.net or reach us through the website at www.awaytolose.net. And while you're on the website, be sure and get a copy of our weight loss success guide. That is our gift to you for visiting our website, for listening to our podcast, for checking out our Facebook page. Check out our free gift. It will help you kickstart your weight loss journey. It's full of awesome information to help you kickstart that journey. There's some recipe tips in there. Awesome stuff can be found in that weight loss success guide, and you can find it by visiting our website at awaytolose.net. There's a little button on the front page. Just click on it. It takes you to the page to download your free weight loss success guide. That concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you gained some valuable information from this episode and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We hope that you gained valuable insight that will help you along your journey. To learn more about our weight loss program and to schedule a free consultation, please check out our website at awaytolose.net. That is A-W-E-I-G-H-T-O-L-O-S-E.net. And don't forget to also download your free weight loss success guide today.